0: and welcome to another episode of the EFL Fantasy Podcast. My name is Angus.
1: My name is Dan.
0: And we're here joining you after the Game Week 24 Boxing Day fixtures uh, to look at a couple of, sort of the key points and uh, answer your questions ahead of uh, another Game Week on, on Friday. Uh, to timestamp this, we are recording on Wednesday night, the 27th. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Dan, first things first, how are you? Uh,
1: very good, Angus. Luton won back to back games. Um, so maybe got a chance of staying up. Um, Fantasy wise, a couple of weird game weeks. I played follow the leader, didn't. Didn't go too great. Got a small green arrow. And then um, this game week, I basically got rid of Whitaker for a hit. So, yeah, a small red arrow this week. Um, but I think long term, I think my transfers will work. I think.
0: Yeah, um, it was an interesting couple of game weeks. I played follow the leader as well. Got thought it was going great after the Leeds game with uh, Somerville vice-captain and Spence, um, got sabotaged by Leicester against uh, Rotherham. Uh, Dewsbury Hall, Mavadidi and Fatawood basically doing nothing. Uh, on the emergency captain I had Whitaker and Azaz, which obviously went great. Um, and then this that was another green arrow, uh, but it was, it was a bit underwhelming as, a, as an overall score. Um, and then, uh this game week another green arrow. Um so it's 87 minus four this week. Uh got Adam Armstrong back, which was lovely. Um vice captained him. Uh two assists, top bonus. Um I had I still had Whitaker. Um I bought Calamo O'Hare, who didn't do anything this week, but I'm happy to sort of have him for the next next few games and then reassess. Um And I had, uh, obviously, Mavadidi, Dewsbury Hall, uh, Walker-Peters, Davis, uh, O'Leary, all chipping in. Um, Even Spence with four, Captain Somerville for a blank, um, and I had Rutter. Um, But yeah, another green arrow. I'm up to 132nd now, so uh, the big rise continues. (laughs) Um, you know, after game week twenty four, I'm one hundred thirty second. After game week twenty one, I was 878 So, uh, uh, it's been nice. Um, and yeah, you know, sort of happy, much happier, obviously having Adam Armstrong back in, as well at the end of that. So I think that that sort of helps. Um, potentially looking at a role this week, which would be lovely. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, all things going well at the moment. Um, we'll obviously get into our our key points from the game week uh, shortly. Should I go
1: over my score, Angus.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. It's all right. I, yeah, I thought you didn't want I to didn't... talk about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to. Uh, Seventy three minus four. I brought in Rutter and Armstrong and got rid of Whitaker and Broadhead. Um. I, I kept Chaplin and. I didn't feel it was a wise idea to get rid of both Ipswich, um, so I, I thought getting rid of Whitaker would be the better move. Not so this week. Um, uh, Johansson subbed in in goal for seven. Um, Walker-Peters eight, Vestergaard four, Davis seven, a captain to Somerville for eight, Jewsby Hill five, the eleven. Uh, probably my 50 50 call was playing Azaz or Bellingham. Um, and then Azaz didn't didn't start, which was a bit annoying because he only got one and Bellingham got five. Uh, Rutter, two, vice captain, Daniel Armstrong, and Chaplin, two. So, yeah, um, not ideal. Like I said, a small red arrow, but it's only like nine places. And like I said, I feel like I'm. In a good position to to probably roll again. Um, I do have Canon and Kesla Hayden, which I'm not overly happy about having as the options, but I think I I think I've taken minus four for about four or five game weeks in, in a row. I'd like to roll and maybe do a couple of free transfers, but yeah. Um still haven't decided when I'm gonna play my last boost, but that'll probably be right at the end. Um, and it'll be Jeepers Keepers or midfield dynamos.
0: Yeah, I haven't sort of made any concrete plans uh, for the final boost. I sort of want to see how uh, particularly how Game Week twenty nine shapes up. I mean I was writing off playing a boost in this period anyway, personally. Uh so the fact that I, I sort of, you know, not I wasn't gonna play one for four game three four three game weeks, I think, uh made it quite easy. Um to sort of wait and see. Um uh, yeah, and then just sort of see how it goes. Um but yeah, um I don't have the pod team in front of me, but I know we won in Thursday night wars this week, which is the main thing. So uh yeah. Uh <laughs> I can't even tell you what we did in that because I can't remember.
1: <laughs> well, I had a ring, yes, we?
0: we did. So that um,
1: didn't go well, did <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, so that's that's sort of how we did. Uh, so before we get to our key points, uh, we'll uh, cover the key team news from uh, this week. So over to you for that. Um.
1: Yeah, there's not too much key news this week. Uh, for QPR, Cook and Powell weren't in the squad. Cannon and Willock were benched. For Plymouth, Edwards, Azaz and Mumba were benched because the started... Coventry Gordon was in up front for Sims. Uh, Blackburn Smodic started. Obviously, he missed the uh the last game week. Uh for Hull, Ingram is in goal. Uh, Sunderland Scheltz in for Huggins. Dak was up front. Uh for Borough, Glover was in goal, so Diengs injured. Rogers played the 10 and Siviera played up front. Southampton, they had um Stevens played so it was sort of I I don't think it was a back five it, it seemed no, like Walker it. would pushed...
0: played right wing
1: yeah that's what what it looked like with the heat map um Manning was back in it looked, I think Bree might be injured um for Watford Andrews was back in at right back but then got subbed at half-time. They keep trying to do this Denny Bashiri thing at right-back, which apparently is not working. Uh, Stoke Hoover played left-back. Um, have pronounce the new right-back. Do you know how to pronounce the Stoke right-back?
0: Chamadu. Uh,
1: Chamadu, yeah. Uh, he was highly rated last year. At, I think Colchester. Yeah. And if he keeps in the side, he is eligible for budget buster at four point nine. Uh, Ipswich harness him for Broadhead. Very lucky boy, I'm sure we'll get into that. And Leicester Dacca was still up front. It's basically it, yeah, Angus.
0: Yeah, no, I was. Uh, I I did sort of think there might be a chance that he dropped out, but uh, obviously he did. Uh, he did keep his place there. Um. But yeah, so I th- think that's, uh, you know, there's some interesting stuff there. I think some of it is is self-explanatory, um, particularly with the condensed games. Um, you know, obviously we had certain things like James Justin being left out, you know, given that it's been their policy to leave him out in the middle game of three game weeks. That game effectively acted as that. So, you know, that sort of thing was obvious, um, but. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll cover some of it in terms of uh, both in terms of questions and in terms of sort of points for us. Um, but first things first, we're going to uh, cover a couple of key points. The first one um, is uh, talking about Southampton. So it's. Oh, I think we have talked about Southampton previously, but I think it's definitely time to talk about them again. Uh, they're unbeaten in sixteen games now. Uh, Eleven of those sixteen have been wins. Um, they obviously had a big win um, against Swansea at the weekend, five nil. Uh, things are really sort of clicking for them. Um, the the key for them as well is they're getting contributions whenever someone comes into the team. Like I mean, Joe Rebo's come in for the last, I think, four games, and he's made a difference. When you know Stuart Armstrong came back into the team uh when a dozy has come into the team, you know, all of these players are sort of making contributions when they're coming into the team. Um and I think that's sort of makes a big difference um you know when you've got a team playing well and it's almost that just relentlessness of it doesn't matter if they lose a few players. They're just going to keep going. Um, you know, Bree came into the team. He obviously went off injured I think at the weekend and was out of the Boxing Day game and will miss the next two as well, at least. Um, but Manning comes back in, Manning does a job, you know, Stevens plays right back, he does a job, um, you know, all this sort of thing. Um, and I think from a gaffer point of view, a lot of people have been on Adam Armstrong, a lot of people have been on Kyle Walker-Peters. And I think part of it as well is it's just then interesting Um that people are going to start looking at working out. I mean, you know, I'm sure both of us are in a similar position. Who the other Southampton assets are, um, and when you've got a team that's playing like this, they've got a decent run still to come as well. It's just natural to look to pile into those teams. Um, but first, Dan, um, what what have been your sort of thoughts over Southampton in this period?
1: Sweet, I, I've known that I've known they've been on a good run. Um I, I mentioned to you the other day that it feels like they've sort of gone under the radar in, in a weird way because everyone's just been focusing on Leicester, Ipswich, Leeds, and for so long, if anyone was going to catch Ipswich, it was going to be Leeds. And then I'd look at the table and I was like, hang on a minute, Southampton are like above <laughs> above Leeds now on a massive run. Um um, we said at the start of the season that it will take Martin some time. He yeah. was obviously, he had to mix. Um, obviously, trying to see which of his players were going to be at the club. Like, like let's not forget, Jade Wall, uh, James Prowse played the first game. He still had Teller there and, and players like that. So they were trying to... Learn a system when half the players weren't going to be there, um, and I think they've they finally found a system, um, and it's basically plug and play. I know they do some things where Armstrong will go up front or he'll play on the right, and there has been some changes on as you mentioned in midfield and on the wings. Um, they seem quite settled. Bednarek and harwood um, Bellis are the centre backs. Walker Peters is 100% going to play. Um, it seems like Stuart Armstrong is is now one of the first players on on the team sheet. Um, I think Flynn Downs plays a lot most yeah. of the games yeah, as yeah. well. He's
0: sort of that deeper deeper midfielder.
1: And then Armstrong. got a solid base and they've all learned the the system now and whereas that in these tight games they will win the game through a a bit of magic or a clinical finish from Armstrong, and and that's the difference. So, yeah, that's yeah. why.
0: yeah. And I, I think believe. it's interesting. Um, for those who I would, will we'll just acknowledge for those, uh, you know, not a, or who have been watching or listening, Dan won't be aware uh, there was a temporary issue on my end. So uh, that there, there was a little, there's a very little bit lost in the middle of what you were saying there, but I think people will still get the picture.
1: People um, will probably be happy about it to be
0: honest. <laughs> I think it's interesting when you think about some of the players that we thought were going to be important and you would think would be important in a run like this for Southampton haven't really featured that much Like you think about someone like Che Adams, I know he's chipped in with a couple of goals but like hasn't really been involved in fact someone like Alcaraz has been less involved in, in yeah. for, for a few of these games and it hasn't really mattered and I think that's where it's interesting um but in terms of, you know, sort of the the, the assets. I mean, I know we're gonna sort of tell everyone to get Walker Peters and Armstrong and Adam Armstrong. After him, where where would be the first places that you would be looking?
1: I think probably Stuart Armstrong. I think he's on some of the set pieces. Um seven point six as well is quite a nice price. He's not premium, he's sort of mid-range where he, he could be your your fourth midfielder quite comfortably um yeah it's tr- it's tricky because i know a dozy has looked good the last few games but it, is he 100% nailed I'm, I'm not convinced um and defensively You'd probably have to go for a centre-back, I think, but I'm not sure, 6-1. I don't know. I think Stuart Armstrong would be the place I would go if I was going to add a third.
0: Yeah, I think the the key one there is obviously um, Sulemana is likely to go to AFCON. Yeah. Um, so that potentially helps someone like Edozi. Um, The other thing is, obviously, as I said earlier, we know Bree's going to be out of the next couple. Um, He's due to have another scan, on. I think it's a hamstring issue. And if he's sort of ruled out for a little while, then obviously Ryan Manning comes right back on the table. is is sort of the other sort of thing that that sort of jumps to mind there? Stuart Armstrong, yeah, and he had started sharing some of the set pieces with Bree as well. So the fact that Bree is out, I mean, I know he'll share yeah. some of them with Manning as well, but he's clearly sort of the primary taker, is the primary direct free kick taker. Um, so I think that that helps. Um, I, I, you know, we were talking beforehand, um, really like Joe Aribo and the fact that he's he's now getting a run in the team. Um, I think he's helpful. He can play in the midfield three or in sort of the attacking areas. Um, he's had to bide his time. Um, actually, today, Wednesday, there were some comments from Martin about um, how, you know, he's appreciated the way he's approached it. There have been times where it, they've had sort of disagreements over it, um, but it hasn't affected of work rate throughout or anything like that. Um, and, that, uh, you know, I know Southampton fans, coming into the season would have quite happily seen the back of him. Um, but, you know, if he keeps putting in performances like he has done in the last few, I think that will obviously turn around. Um, so I think he's potentially interesting, particularly that little saving. I think he's 6.7. Um, yeah. So I think he, he could be a nice option there. Um, I personally would, would rather not go with a centre-back just because I think with, with all these interesting options... It almost feels like a waste to go with one of the centre-packs. Um, I think the first call would be Stuart Armstrong, um, but I do like um, a dozy and a Rebo. And I guess we do have to acknowledge, because he keeps returning, Ryan Fraser.
1: <laughs> a lot of the time that's off the bench. I, he scored a lot of... I can remember a couple of wing, uh, winners earlier on in the season. So I think he's more, they use him more as an impact player.
0: Yeah, but it's, you do just have to sort of mention him because he does keep returning. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I was looking at a couple of things like in terms of just, you know, if you look at their attacking returns, you know, obviously Adam Armstrong has 21. The next player is Che Adams with seven. Yeah. So I think it shows like obviously it is heavily Adam Armstrong in attack, Um but yeah, I do I do like sort of those, those midfield options, and I think Ryan Manning is very much one. If 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 Bree is ruled out for any length of time, um, you know, it's it's there's there's not much in the stats that points to anyone that's a regular starter, um, because I think yeah. you know some of these guys that are looking good on some of the underlying stats are the ones who are coming on. Often, when the initial damage has already been done, um, and um, you know, making the most of it, like Sekumara, Ryan Fraser, you know, people like that. So, I wouldn't necessarily be advising them. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that that was sort of a long winded way of saying, yeah, Southampton have a bunch of good assets. Um, but I think it is interesting in some ways in that I think someone has to be really brave to go without Walker-Peters or Armstrong at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't had Armstrong for a while because yeah. I've been, you know, planning with Budget Buster and follow the leader, and it's it's not been very nice. I'll no. tell you that.
0: <laughs> no, it made me feel much better when I, when I had him. Uh, and obviously the last couple of times I've had him, he's blanked, and then I've sold him and everything. So to bring him back and him actually reward me, it's like, ah. Oh, You know, maybe my luck really has turned this season. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and so I think then it's almost like even those little things like the midfielders, it might just come into how your sort of money in the bank or who you're looking to replace, like in terms of Stuart Armstrong versus a Dozy, that sort of thing. It might literally be about price or whether you then go with someone like Manning because of the, you know, shortage of defenders, that sort of thing. So... Um but yeah, certainly they look really good at the moment um it's it's clicking nicely um they're not losing many to afcon um i think the the two i think the only two that are likely to go are actually Joe Aribo and Suleimana yeah. um which probably helps the cases of both Stuart Armstrong and Adozi. um but yeah, I mean, next four: Plymouth home, Norwich away, Sheffield Wednesday home, Swansea away. That's still a very That's nice
1: run, there, isn't it? Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> um, and that takes you up to twenty nine, where where they might or might not be playing. Um, but even then, you know, the four after that: Hull home, Rotherham away, Huddersfield home, Bristol City away. Like the run could carry on for a little while. I mean, they'll drop. They'll probably drop one in there. Just you know, it's the way it happens. Um, it's normally
1: raw from isn't it <laughs>
0: um especially because they're away <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah so i think it's just sort of highlighting them and talking about some of their options um not that people probably need to be told that southampton are good at this point but maybe they do <laughs>
1: oh, i obviously did because <laughs> i noticed it
0: yeah, well, I think I thought it was quite funny. I was saying, up, um, I think it was when they were talking about it, um, before the Ipswich Leicester game, but also after the Leeds Ipswich game, they were talking about um, sort of Leeds's gap to Ipswich, ignoring that uh Southampton's gap to Ipswich was exactly the same, and then obviously Southampton wanted to get closer, but it was like they they were just that sounds very
1: familiar. <laughs> sounds very familiar to last year when they were talking about Middlesbrough and Sheffield United. And then Lewin just finished <laughs> third.
0: Um. So yeah. So that's that's sort of Southampton, Um that was sort of the the you know main point we wanted to cover at this point. For our second point, uh, we're just going to do something a little bit different. Um. You know, I think particularly with these quick turnarounds, there's only so much we can get into these teams and um, particular games and all this sort of thing. So we decided. Well, I decided and. Dan decided it was a good idea just to do this. We're going to look ahead to the transfer window and what we think teams need. Obviously, it's the 27th of December. You know, Next week, the transfer window will be open. Um, and so we just thought we'd have a little look at what we think uh, teams need. We haven't compared notes beforehand, so uh, we might come up with the same thing. We might come up with different things. Some teams will talk about, obviously, more than others. Um, whether that's because of the the lack of needs or you know it's less interesting like let's be honest it's going to be less interesting to talk about what Leicester like might need from the transfer window for example um but yeah so we'll get into it now um the first one we've got is Birmingham uh I, I know this is one that I know Dan has something for, so I'm just going to throw it to you first to cover that because um, I'm sure it will spin off that.
1: <laughs> i say they need a new manager.
0: <laughs> Where it's quite funny because as a player, I wasn't a, like I wasn't fond of Wayne Rooney. I could acknowledge he was a talented player, but it you know I feel like I've become a bit of a Wayne Rooney defender as a manager. <laughs> And part of it I think is it was an awkward time to bring him in. we've discussed it particularly in terms of where they were in the table and the fact that he clearly wanted to play a different style and they were bringing him in in at such a point where in terms of bringing players in to potentially play that style it was gonna it was gonna be a little while and I think we've seen that with some of the players struggling. Some of the players have adapted better than others um so I would push back a little bit on that, but I know there's i know there's a uh, there, there are people out there who are like, no, they need to change again. Um, I
1: think if, you, if the owners wanted to do this, why didn't they just go in the summer and just say, Eustace, that's it. We're hiring Rooney. He could have then brought in players he wanted that will fit the system. They've sort of either got to admit they're wrong or they've just got to stick with him and let him sign players in yeah. January.
0: And I, I'm pretty sure they're going to do the latter. Uh, to answer your yeah. question there, uh, I think they had to wait for the MLS season to end.
1: Um, I mean, <laughs> just buy him out of his contract.
0: Um, well, I think for a long time they were they were in the race for the playoffs, um, and I think he he was quite keen to sort of see that through, particularly with the chance to do something there. So um once they were out of the playoff race the move happened but yeah i think they will probably back him um in terms of players um not specific players like some of these i might have a specific player for but i think they need a, a center oh,
1: back on that one
0: no but i think I'll. Yeah. With them. They, they need it they need another center yeah. back um
1: that, that would probably be the position i would have said
0: yeah um I think so, like Sanderson has made a couple of errors recently, but I think generally speaking, he's he's still a good option in there. I think you know Mark Roberts is trying, bless him, but um, particularly in term in a playing out from the back style, um, I'm not sure Mark Roberts is the player you want there really. So
1: I think he should probably be fourth choice, <laughs> centre back really. Less if.
0: Yeah, I mean obviously you they've had the likes of Kevin Long out injured, which hasn't helped, um, which. Speaking of their injuries, they might need another fullback in. Laird is injured again. Drama is injured. Buchanan, I'm less concerned about because that was a head injury, so it's just the the compulsory yeah, missing the game and whatever. Like, um, he might miss this Weekends game as well just because of the concussion protocol. But, um, but it's just they might need additional cover in there because can you really rely on Ethan Laird at this point? Like, um. And I thought maybe sort of an additional player in the wide areas. I like Dembele, I like Miyoshi, but then you're immediately getting into like Oli Burke, so maybe an yeah. additional player there. But well,
1: what about striker? I know they've got Stansfield, who's obviously number one, but they've got Hogan. He, his time's ending at yeah. there. Djokovic is a good, a good different option. I can yeah. accept that.
0: You basically need him as the, still as the third option, and you basically need to replace Hogan as the second option. Yeah. Um, if they could do that, then great. Um, I think Stansfield obviously is perfectly fine as a a number one. Um, but they could probably do with another striker in there. Uh, so in terms of painting the picture, like, I think some of these will be helped by a couple of players coming back. Um, like I'm talking about why players. I mean, Keshi Anderson was back in the squad on Boxing Day. Uh, I think we would both oh, wow. forgotten he was still there, but
1: well, I mentioned it in, yeah in our chat, didn't we?
0: Um, but I think that that would that sort of thing will probably make a difference um to them in that sort of area. Um, you know, i I refuse to say that Tyler Roberts's return helps anything. Um, so... <laughs> um but yeah, so maybe that will help. but center back certainly, um I think is the is the most glaring need. Yeah. um and they might i know john ruddy has has tried his best with this new system and he's talked about sort of you know he's done better than i thought he would and he's talked about sort of really working at it but they might want to get a another keeper in there um you know we've seen some of these teams that want to play these this style you know making a signing to to help them out with that um like i think for example even just a as a loan move could they get someone like murich from burnley Um, to to potentially do that Um, but yeah clearly clearly at least a a couple of players needed there Um, next up we've got Blackburn Um, I didn't have a lot in this because part of it is just injured players back
1: for me it's a a striker it's obvious yeah. I don't think Sam
0: Gallagher helps that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ennis is still up in the air. I th- I think if striker striker's key, um they're doing well creating XG. I, I know Smoddix's has done well. Yeah. Um I think it would make him a better attack inside if he was in the ten. Uh, so stri- it's a striker for me.
0: Yeah, I think the striker is the main one. Um, it's it's quite clear um, because, like I say, you know, we're I think we've said for a long time on this. Sam Gallagher's not the not the answer. He has uh, he has many admirable qualities, but he's not the answer at striker. Um, I also think with some of the issues they've had, maybe one more fullback. Um, they've been pressed into playing the Maybe. likes of Hill at right, right back, back, where it's just... Maybe a left back. You know, Travis at right back and that sort of thing, where it's just like, you know, they've got Pickering and they've got Britain. Ranking Costello's obviously out at the moment. Yeah.
1: No, I'm not, I think that's just a bit unlucky, isn't it? You, yeah. Most players only have two per position. I think the the weird thing is they've got Britain, but he's not playing at right back. Yeah. He sometimes played as a wing, so...
0: Yeah, maybe they could do with one more fallback. Was the other thing just in terms of that Mm. that squad depth element. Um, Bristol City.
1: I I really struggle. I think I'd probably go centre mid.
0: Yeah, I I I think they're struggling with some of the some of the bodies in there. I think you know. They're doing a job, but when they've got a number of sort of older players in there you know you've got Joe Williams and Matty James and I mean Andy King is injured but when it's some of these older players that you're relying on a little bit, maybe just someone who can play more reliably slightly more reliably week in week out I know those players have sort of played but
1: um I know um they're impressed with Gardner Hickman. he's yeah. done well and of they've they're playing Jason Knight basically as a as a ten
0: yeah um the uh, yeah because the only other thing i had was was a i think you know a couple of these injured players back would make a real difference to them like i think you know ross mccrory who i think is is now finally over the issues that have plagued him and starting to work his way back you know you look at a couple of even the depth issues that you could maybe highlight with them if someone like him comes back that obviously solves it so i think that's it's almost in some ways easy for them in terms of what they need to address. I thought, I know Naki Wells is almost back, but I thought maybe another striker. Like, you know, I know they've got other players who can play there. It's not sort of saying, oh, yeah, Um, because I do like Conway, but it's just sort of another sort of out-and-out striker, possibly.
1: Yeah. Um, But You say that, but then they've got um, Wells coming back. They've got Cornick. They've got... Bell, I'm not, sh- yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, like someone like Cornick, Bell, even Vyman, they're primarily used from sort of non striker areas, like sort of out wide or whatever. Yeah. So it's just sort of thinking, do they want sort of another number nine in? But I think if Wells is back, even that is probably solved, really. Yeah. Uh, Cardiff.
1: I put goalkeeper. Like, what, what is going on in that position? Like, I, I they think brought you know, in... what
0: you said on our last pod about whether there's any expectation on playing time from Runerson. I don't think so, in part because I keep seeing comments from Bullet and he seems to really believe in Runison. And I'm like I don't know why <laughs> because I've never seen anything from him that makes me believe in him. I think if I think if you just picked Jack Annick and stuck with it, yeah. they'd be fine. And-
1: it's, it's weird with Cardiff because I think they've done so well. Like I was expecting them to be near the bottom. Like I'm not sure. I know they've they've, they've been linked with maybe Kiefer Moore, and I that would be a good signing. But I like they've improved that centre back. Um, they've done well in centre mid. With they addressed those positions in, in the summer. They've got a number of wingers, like maybe it is that striker position.
0: Yeah, I mean for them I said goalkeeper question mark. Um, but I think you know they could just pick at it and stick with him. This was one where I had a specific player. Because I just said Kiefer Moore. Yeah,
1: it's been linked, in not it? Yeah.
0: Um and like Bullet has talked about it, I think, on multiple occasions. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so I, I sort of said more. Um you know, maybe another left back because Collins is going to go to AFCON and Odalda still isn't back. So um, they yeah, probably maybe. need someone for that position, even if it's just sort of loan cover. I know they've talked about bringing back um, Joel Bagan, who's been out on loan. Um, but they they probably need cover in that position as well. Coventry, what have you got for them? Winger.
1: Yeah. They've changed formation. Um, I think they started wanting to play three at the back, and they've moved to wingers. They're playing uh, Haji right there, and a second, it's, it's in Sakamoto. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a winger for me.
0: Yeah. I I said a winger... And maybe one more in the middle of the park. Like you've got a couple of these players that will that will Mm -hmm. be injury issues, so Kelly, Sheath, um, Mm -hmm. Allen at times as well. So I thought maybe one more in the middle of the park.
1: Yeah. Did did they replace Hamer? They didn't, did they?
0: Not really. No.
1: Because he played the first few games, didn't he? Yeah,
0: and I know Casey Palmer is sort of there, but again, we're talking about. Injury Case doubts. Above. Oh, they brought in Ayari, didn't they? Who was sort of, you know
1: Yeah.
0: Um so maybe it's just more of him, I don't know, but it's just thinking maybe another player in the middle of the park.
1: Yeah, I think Wing Winger is yeah. the the obvious one.
0: Uh Huddersfield. Striker. You don't you don't like goals. Bergzorg scored again at the weekend? He's all right.
1: He's all right, Benny, but you got Danny Ward.
0: Yeah, I think I, they could do with another actually, one either way, like what Because... They've been playing two up top at times, and it's sort of like, yeah, you could do with another striker, I think.
1: I, I heard rumours they might call, call, we called Jordan Road. He's yeah. doing well for Blackpool.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I'm not sure that would be the solution, but uh, that I suppose that is an option for them. Um, the other thing I had for them that they might run into at this point is goalkeeper cover.
1: Nichols injured Nichols
0: he? is injured. Maxwell came off on uh on Boxing Day injured as well, so they might need goalkeeper cover.
1: They saved that for a double game week, didn't they? Yeah. And then we've got does add about four goalies that yeah, they would exactly. call back from loan.
0: Um, and then I said maybe maybe someone at right back. Possibly, yeah. They need
1: they need to spend some money. I think is they were a, risk
0: a going that on. side. Like I think at the weekend they were playing like Kasuma right wing back or whatever. So um
1: Yeah, it's not ideal. Yeah, is
0: possibly it? someone on that side. Uh Hull. Left back. Yeah.
1: But um they've got Vinagre, I know they play um
0: Greaves out
1: there. Reeves out there. Greaves out there. Um Yeah, they just seem a bit short defensive options.
0: Yeah, and Vinagre is injured, and I think he's had a setback. Um, Yeah. So I I know Danny McDonald wants them to
1: score four or
0: five players. Goalkeeper is obviously one that that is standing out. Um, I said at least one fallback, because Cyrus Christie can basically only play an attack at this point. You've got Louis Coyle, but... The way he plays, he seems to injure himself often enough that he probably needs someone there and then potentially left back. Yeah. But just so it's like at least one fallback. Um, and I said maybe one more wide player.
1: Maybe, yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I, they, they don't necessarily need to, sort of, you know, it's not a desperate need, but I thought, you know, a lot of the time, you know, the... Both just in terms of give the ball to Philogene, but also him being the, the only really sort of the real wide outlet, it's like maybe get another one in. Um I know Delap has sort of done well often playing from the right, but it might be more effective if you can get him through the middle um with another actual sort of wide player. Um so that that was sort of the, the, the things for Hull. Um Ipswich. Striker. Yeah, they probably need one now with like just to play some sort of role. Obviously, uh Dane scarlett has gone back to Tottenham.
1: Um is... so um oh, I forgot his name. The back the backup strike. Not Hurst. he's done that uh, she better than I thought he would. Yeah, it's rumored he's going.
0: Yeah, look to you've got the and you've got Caden Jackson, and it's like you, you probably yeah, the... need a little bit better than that.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, they don't need much no, Maybe a they, linked
0: Bay. with uh, Stansfield I saw, I don't think that really makes sense for anyone um, because Fulham sent him out to to be playing regularly, otherwise he'd, he'd be at Fulham he probably would have got some minutes for them um, so I yeah. don't think going to Ipswich really benefits them or him and obviously it would be good for Ipswich but I think they need someone who's probably more, slightly more comfortable being a backup, playing every second or, or coming on relatively regularly, but maybe starting every like third game or something. Um so I think that that sort of um that's potential issue. Um also maybe one more fullback. I haven't particularly on the right hand side, I haven't necessarily been in love with either of the players out there, but
1: They're not they're not gonna do that. No. <laughs> they've got two already, are yeah. they? I can't um, see it.
0: But yeah, backup striker was the main one I mentioned, and maybe one more body in the middle of midfield. Um, about centre back. Perhaps. Because um, they've they've got, what, three of them? They've
1: probably got, have they still got a youngster as well? Young centre back? Uh, Baggart. Yeah. Um, they might want to get him minutes down yeah. the league.
0: So maybe maybe another centre back in there because I think really they've got sort of Wolfenden, Twan Zabie, and Burgess. So maybe one more yeah. centre back for them. Um Leeds. Left back.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <obvious>. just... <laughs> I could have stopped right. Get Spence on back. the right.
1: Get get Spence on the right.
0: Yeah. Um, I also said maybe another either centre mid or, or attacking mid, maybe one who can play but either, um, in part because they, they clearly don't have players they really like in there and they're going to risk running Ampadu and Kamara into the ground. <laughs> um, I know they yeah, were linked with Tahiri they... in the summer, maybe from, uh, I forget which Bundesliga club he's at, but uh, he might be the answer just going back in for him
1: what i say though is if they get a left back they move Spencer right back he likes archie great. that can yeah. be a cover
0: yes of so course. um lester
1: I said don't bother save your money
0: yeah i said i said maybe one more uh, wide player
1: May, right? yeah maybe right. There. i don't think they need because they're,
0: they're just slightly light there um they've obviously got sort of uh Akgun who can come in um although they use him at times as in sort of the one of the eight roles. um but it just i know Daka someone like Daka can, a, can play out there but I just like thought,
1: a tier?
0: yeah i think they i think they're fine um, I just they might maybe they might be one it. wide player but it's it's not nothing suppressing need for them
1: yeah I was thinking maybe a because they've they've got um Goyle injured, haven't they? So I wonder uh, he yeah.
0: is close to a return, I think. I think he's started training. Oh, right,
1: like, now. oh, they won't need that um, yeah. then. He's he
0: started training again. So I think they are even sorted on that front.
1: <laughs> They've still got four or five goalies in their squad, though. Yeah. So maybe uh, get uh, rid to, of them. To then. be
0: honest with them, it might be just a couple of outgoings just to yeah. slim things down slightly. Um,
1: Middlesbrough. Well, I mean, it's obvious it's right back, isn't
0: yeah. it? I I said uh, right back and better injury luck, um, which you can't really buy in January. But, <laughs> um, but I think right back is the obvious glaring one. It was probably a need even when they had Tommy Smith. It's certainly a need now. Um, some of these players are close to coming back, which I think will will help them. Um, obviously, Riley McGree has just come back from injury. You've got Hackney, who I think is not too far away. Um, left back, they seem to actually be doing all right now. That angle and are both fit. Like, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, centre mid, I think he's all right. The attacking roles, you know, I think that they were they were beginning to get something with the strikers, and then Latilath got injured, and force is still out, so that's a little bit of an issue for them Um, whether they want to bring in another striker I'm not sure maybe if they can get someone in on loan uh, just to take some of those minutes that might be something they want to do but yeah right back seems seems pretty clear to me um Millwall
1: I struggled I put centre mids but they've they've got loads of centre mids but I'm not sure they're centre mids that the new manager wants
0: yeah um i had uh maybe a fullback um i don't think you can rely on joe Bryan to stay fit and then your sort of one injury from murray wallace left back sort of thing which he's fine out there but you don't necessarily want to be doing that
1: it might actually be center back they left themselves short sure with center yeah. back
0: i think um but i think one defender however you want to sort of look at that um I put a centre mid and I put maybe maybe a wide attacker. I'm not exactly sure how the new manager wants to play, but they're limited in options if he does want to play with wide players. Just um, no
1: reaction, just a laugh from yeah. Angus on that one.
0: Yeah. Um, I... Uh, I I don't have much more on him Uh, (laughs) but yeah I think you know you look at things like strikers and you know Fleming behind that in theory as well I think it's just sort you know it's tough I think it just depends what they what the new manager really wants I think he'll probably have a clear idea at this point he's been there long enough he'll have a clear idea at this point of what he needs to add and um they're generally quite good at looking to bring players in so it wouldn't surprise me to see them do a bit of business norwich center back yeah Just <laughs> could have stopped it i could Just have stopped at center back i put a couple of other options but i could have stopped at center back
1: uh you're, it, you're playing kenny mccain there who's who's done well but
0: and grant hanley being back is not the solution to anything
1: uh how, how did they end up with gibson duffy Danny Beth and Hanley. Well, where's the pace?
0: They, they sold on on deadline day at like three o'clock in the morning to Forrest. And I'm not sure he's played since he went there. That's <laughs> Maybe they can bring him back on loan. <laughs> but yeah, centre-back is the obvious one. Um, I, th- I thought... You know may, maybe another wide player but I think they're all right in that area generally um yeah they are
1: fashion uh, Hernandez signs the, the walking red card
0: bore signs or the walking red card waiting to happen <laughs> um, but yeah I think it's you know one or two bodies in um, and that they'll be all right generally speaking at uh, Plymouth
1: don't really know but what i will say is i trust their recruitment yeah. that they're, they're probably already sorted i put center back yeah but...
0: that, that was the first one that came to mind for me it's not even saying it's a glaring issue i just thought maybe they could yeah. do a little bit better there
1: maybe you need a bit of experience i think
0: yeah um but there, there was there wasn't a lot that i was sort of like oh they they have a need there um maybe sort of another wide player um, yeah I thought of that was was the only other thing I could come up with uh, Preston
1: I'm not really sure about Preston um, right. they're all right they're all right in they everywhere yeah right
0: again it's almost the sort of squad roles. Um, I thought you know maybe one more wide player. I like Miller on the one side, but I'm I'm not sure about the right hand side. I know Dwayne Holmes has done a decent job, but yeah. maybe maybe that might help them in attack. Maybe someone with a bit more sort of creativity.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard because they they keep changing formation half the time. It's, it's not ideal, is it?
0: But I think I think otherwise. You know, there's a couple of positions I might have looked at where they they've actually got some bodies there, so.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's it's... like left back they they could put three players there, or it's
0: like so it's it's not too much of an issue. Um just one or two additions, maybe another striker, um, because I'm not I'm still not convinced by Ched Evans coming off the bench and at the times you want to play two up top, I guess it's sort of um Ched Evans or Will Keane.
1: When's um oh what's his name? back. Reece. It's been out it, it keeps yeah.
0: sliding, so that's where I'm just sort of like maybe you need to add another player because it keeps yeah. sort of sliding back, which is fine. I'd rather they took the patient approach with it, but like, um, it might mean that for the rest of the season, maybe they need one more player in that position. Uh, QPR. Say the mid. Yeah,
1: I think the way they're like similar to. Um... Maybe Millwolf but they're trying to change the way they're playing. So I think probably a centre mid, didn't
0: they? Yeah, I, I had a sort of few options with them. I think maybe one more centre back. Yeah. Um, maybe one more wide player. I think they're they're slightly light in that area, and um, a goal scorer. As much as I like Lyndon Dykes, and everyone knows I like Lyndon Dykes. You've got Lyndon Dykes and you've got Sinclair Armstrong as that sort of secondary option where it's like they could do with another sort of number nine. Yeah. Uh, um, Rotherham.
1: It's weird because I was looking at, they've got a lot of players, but how many of them are, are at the level I think is the hard thing. Um, they can probably upgrade every area of their squads, but I put centre-backs, so they it's centre-mid.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know they've got a couple to come back in centre-mid, which maybe would help. Like, you know, if the likes of Cafu come back, does you know that might be a yeah. solution. Um, the other thing I said for them is maybe another wide player, as in an attacker. Yeah, it
1: depends what for me. Obviously, uh, on your dimmer's injured. Yeah who's their main wide player. Andre Green got injured.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's because of the injuries, but it's just like they they could do with another sort of, which is part of the reason they could do with another player in a few of these positions is just the injuries. But um, it's if they can can just convince a little bit of quality to join them um, would obviously make a big difference. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday.
1: Striker we've said all along defensively they've been all right yeah yeah, so yeah definitely
0: um they're, they're they need to score goals under the new manager it's just that goals uh element like you know it's sort of like oh will my uh will smith be back will, is gregory available it's like can we do a bit better than this um now, obviously, you know the, the the manager has some connections around. I'm not suggesting he's about to bring someone in from like you know Bayern Munich or whatever, but Bayern um, Munich
1: third team or something.
0: Yeah, but it, it might help them sort of get a player in. But I think that's that's the main one. Uh, Southampton, likely enough. Yeah.
1: I don't know what Armstrong's doing. All right, whenever he plays there, but it. They didn't really replace Taylor, did they? I don't think.
0: No, um, I thought they could do with one more wide player or a striker. Like, as in whichever way you want to play Armstrong, if you want to play Armstrong from the right, yeah. ideally you need one more striker. If you want to play Armstrong striker, you need one. Ideally, need one more wide player. I've seen them linked with um, bringing uh, Ahmad Diallo in. I think that would op- that would be an ideal solution for them. I-
1: I don't think he's going to be short of options lowered down the Premier League or, or top championship, is yeah. he?
0: No, no, definitely not. So I think if, if they if they are able to do something like that, that's an obvious solution.
1: Diallo in that team. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting.
0: Diallo one side, Suleiman or the other, Armstrong through the middle. <laughs> they'll
1: get they'll get promoted if they have that front ring.
0: Yeah uh so yeah it was it was one more attacker, and i said maybe one more fullback just cuz they've got brie basically covering both sides i'm not sure what the situation is with larios who was the other left back they had yeah
1: whole um, whole sounds like he's going to be sent back which can cover right yeah
0: which i think is probably it's the fun. right move um i think they he probably needed to get them to the stage where harwood bellis was able to play and everything but I think now he doesn't really have a use for them, but I think maybe one more fullback. Yeah. Uh, Stoke.
1: Goalkeeper.
0: Yeah. I, I put goalkeeper in capital.
1: <laughs> You're playing Bonham.
0: Bonham's done better than I expected. I'll give him that. But...
1: The ball was low.
0: Yes. <laughs> Um, I do think he—that's the, the obvious error. Like they were obviously sort of hard done they by in do terms it. of uh, Travers getting recalled.
1: Yeah, they um, could do anything though, because he'll get backed. The owners will back
0: yeah. him, I think. Um, but I think I think in terms of it, Schum- Schumacher is is also quite happy with a lot of what he's got there, but. Um... Which there's plenty of options. There's plenty of players there.
1: <laughs> Set on a formation.
0: Yeah. But yeah, goalkeeper seems like the obvious place for them to look. Uh, Sunderland. Striker. Yeah. Stryker.
1: Sign a proper striker that's not twenty-one.
0: I I had striker in capital letters on this one yeah. as well. Um I also said depending on their injury situation, one more fullback. Yeah. They they've sort of struggled, yeah. particularly with Huggins, unfortunately, looks like he's gonna be out injured for a while. Um I'm not sure on the exact situations with like I know they've got Pembele back and they've got Serki and Annalise, who I don't think are that far away, but it just feels like they could do with maybe one more body there. Uh with Huggins going down. Um Swansea.
1: Struggled with Swansea.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought maybe one more sort of just winger. It doesn't feel like they have a yeah. lot of wide players. Um where it's just like if you want I know they brought in Yannick Belasi. Um but if Yannick Belasi is the solution then that that's probably an issue in itself, but it, it was sort of the one area I could think of particularly you know I thought maybe centre back but they're getting Wood back he's been back in the squad the last two or three games and that sort of yeah,
1: thing it's good back.
0: you know Pedersen is coming back so I was thinking do they need another full back but with Pedersen coming back as well that gives them a little bit of depth. maybe a right back depending on what's going on with Ashby because he's obviously been out for a little while so it might be that they need another right back but that's about it really uh, Watford goalkeeper oh,
1: isn't that, he's not good enough.
0: Who Ben Hamer?
1: Evil. E nah, ben, ben Hamer's not a number one. They need to get rid of Backman and, and get a proper goalie. Yeah. You Nothing know?
0: uh, as a goalkeeper right back. Um, like I know that they're, they're keen on Andrews. I know I think Ngakia did decently, but Ngakia is also clearly one of these players who's going to pick up injuries. Um, And he's clearly not comfortable playing playing sort of Andrews there regularly at this point. So I think they they clearly need to add someone there. Otherwise, I think they they're generally in a decent position squad wise. Um, so just just a couple of spots there. Uh, West Brom. Spiker. Yeah, although uh, did see the other day uh, Daryl DK back in full training.
1: I can't wait for him to be an option for two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. Everyone's going to be like, we need to give it a couple of weeks to make sure, and then he'll get injured again.
1: Yeah, he'll score like three and two.
0: But, yeah, I think it's just uh, it, it's that. And then I said, you know, possibly covering the full-back area. Yeah. Because it feels yeah, slightly that. light there, but... Generally speaking, they're another one you, yeah, they're know, right y- you look through the squad and it's like it's not it, it's not bad, really. Um, the other one I thought, particularly with Phillips being out for a while, was maybe another wide player, particularly with Diangana going to AFCON. Yeah. Um, but it's not a lot for them. I think they're actually in a, in a pretty good position. Yeah. Um, so yeah so that was just sort of that's all the teams that was just us sort of giving a rough idea of you know where we think teams are at which i think also sort of helped me in my mind in terms of some teams that i thought actually they're not that badly situated um obviously depends a little bit on uh, on when the how much that some teams have to spend and everything which you can't quite know um but you know it's sort of what we're looking for from teams as well um i think is, is quite interesting Um, So, yeah, so in terms of other things from the game week, um, I know we both have this one, so I'm going to sort of start with it, which is Liam Miller for Preston against Leeds. I thought he did very well. Um, I think Archie Gray helped him a little bit. Um, He's obviously sort of covering at right back. But, I mean, even on the goal, it wasn't the first time in the game. He's almost showing Miller inside, which when he's a right footer on the left-hand side, at a certain point make him like just show him line almost over aggressively show him down the line um and like i say you know he's young he's covering out a position but you know it's it's a little bit of like you should probably be able to figure that one out but miller is someone who has looked like he's got good quality for them and I, you know I, I was impressed by him and obviously he took the goal very well. Um, anything on Miller or or someone else or or another team or from the from these this game week?
1: Just need what, what your opinion on Ipswich over the last couple couple of games. Obviously they've they've had two hard yeah. fixtures, but this isn't a, a brag on me. Um, <laughs> I thought thought they he got a bit outmanaged against Leeds. I think it was a, quite naive they didn't change it where it was pretty obvious what the problem was um
0: yeah i mean i thought uh, the leads thing i thought it was it was unfortunate that as well that it was almost perfectly suited to take advantage of what they do uh particularly with dan james on the right where they vacate that space with lee davis for him to go up Pitch. It's almost yeah. literally one of the worst players you could have in the division to come up against that. Uh, Leif Davis obviously did not have a good game in that one, which doesn't help. You know, an own goal where he doesn't even seem to realise the ball is coming across until it hits his shin and then giving away the penalty. I'm not sure what he was adamant about it not being a penalty because it was clear as day that it was a penalty. Um, but I thought they really struggled in that one. Um, I'm not sure whether Ike. Leads seem to come out with an intensity as well. Like they obviously had the extra ability, but they seem to come out with an intensity. that Ipswich didn't, which is quite surprising because Ipswich have matched or beat basically everyone for intensity this season, and they didn't quite seem to match up in that game. Um, I thought they were much better against Leicester in this game. Um, anyway, yeah.
1: Although there was a couple of decisions that definitely went Ipswich's way. Yeah
0: um I've, I've tried to sort be penalty. generous but i do think it's a penalty on jewsbury hall i think bird just tries to sort of tries to go shoulder to shoulder with him but ends up just bashing him in the back
1: <laughs> and harness should yeah. have got said like
0: yeah. i think particularly the way the ref had got at that point and i'm not making any comments on the quality of the referee but he was showing cards for that sort of challenge and it was almost like he clocked that harness was on a yellow and didn't book him. It was a rid- it's, It was a stupid challenge to make on the yellow card. But, yeah. Um. But I did think, generally speaking, they were better in that game.
1: Yeah, they were. Yeah. Like I said, we said it's not a problem for Leicester. They're going to go up, but yeah. it, it's a, it's a good point for Ipswich. It's a better yeah, point particularly for
0: particularly with Southampton on the charge, just picking something yeah. up and um. Yeah. So I think I think that was big for them. Um, I also wanted to mention uh, Coventry. They laboured a little bit in that, but they did they did very well again they They're another team on the move. Um, unfortunately for them, Sakamoto's the one who's gone big in this game who will be going to the Asia Cup, I, I would assume at least. I'm pretty sure he's going to the Asia Cup. Which will obviously be a loss for them, but um, I think I think they are sort of generally speaking um, improving in that. Um, And so yeah, it was just I mean Casey Palmer's come off the bench and got a return, and you know getting him back fit. um, They've got a little. It feels like they've got an increasing amount of depth now as well. So I think. They're, they're in a good position, um, and I think you know Sheffield Wednesday, albeit they're still one of the weaker teams in the division. It's still a it's still a good result to get a win against them at this point.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, and I then have yeah, I just much. had a couple of sort of smaller takeaways, which was one, Jack Clark is good. Um,
1: I, d- I don't have him.
0: <laughs> Neither do I, and it's just one of those things. Um, I was talking about it this morning. You sort of end up in this little situation where there's like almost literally one one odd player out, and it's almost literally in a trio of Mavadidi, Clark, and Rutter. It's almost literally that trio. Everyone will have like two of the three, and it's like, yeah. but you can't like you can't sell one of the two. You've got to get the other one. You just sort of you, you always just have to decide which you know which two and maybe it opens up at some point with someone sort of getting injured or something but it feels like almost literally that trio is where you're making the the sacrifice. Um, and the other one was uh, you know it happens at times with Rotherham but watching seeing all the highlights from that game I have no idea how Middlesbrough didn't score. <laughs> Uh, what was it, I think two or three times hitting the woodwork a couple of great saves, well a few great saves it's just sort of like, you know, one of those days which seems to happen more to teams against Rotherham than anyone else particularly Rotherham away Um, apart from that, not not much else for me Um, I guess I'll just mention good signs for Stoke and uh, under Schumacher in that game.
1: Yeah, I'm intrigued to to see how well he does, and like I mentioned, sort of players he picks.
0: I th- I thought uh Mai was very good in that game.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: But yeah, so that's uh sort of the rest of the game week. Uh, we've now got all your questions. Uh, we'll try and get through them as quickly as possible. Uh, It's not too bad at this point. We've gone just over an hour, so we'll try and get through them as quickly as possible. Um, First question is from FPL Frog. Is there anyone we should keep an eye on at Southampton for gaffer besides Carl Walker-Peters and Adam Armstrong? Um, I can quite easily skip over this this question just because, you know, we did a whole section on (laughs) it. Uh, James has said, Yes, I've got a question. Could Dan please not mention Luton's 3 2 win against Sheffield United? Because I don't think I can bear it. Well, too late for that as well. It was already mentioned.
1: I had to mention it once. (laughs) Um,
0: FPL remain. Best week to play Budget Buster. And who would you definitely want in for it? Yeah, what?
1: Uh feels like I played Budget Buster ages ago.
0: Yeah. I probably wouldn't want to play it the next two game weeks just because it's this Friday and then next. I think it's Monday or Tuesday. So it's still in yeah. that period of close fixtures together. I think after that you've got 27, 28, and 30. Um, I think all all of them will work. Um I think the only the only players I'd definitely say at this point. I mean, you probably want some Ipswich depending on the week you play it. Like, if you play it in 28 when they're away at Leicester, you don't want any Ipswich that week. But you might want an Ipswich forward otherwise. Um, for example, if you play it in 30, they play Preston. You might want something in that. Um, the only two players I can think of at the moment, that I would say, yeah, definitely have them, is Azaz <laughs> and Whitaker.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they're the key, aren't they? Um you you have to play it with it triple ips, which though know, on a budget, you have to do it.
0: Um which I think means I, I only had double because of course I didn't sacrifice Davis. Um I think that would probably be oh, yeah, game week thirty. With them playing Preston.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that week Plymouth are away, but at Swansea, not the worst game for them. Um, you know maybe you know it's Huddersfield Sheffield Wednesday I mean I went all in defensively on the uh Sheffield Wednesday QPR game for my budget buster it didn't really work but for example defensively do you look at the Huddersfield Sheffield Wednesday game and say okay that's the game I'm gonna sort of target for it um so, yeah, but 20, 27, 28, 30, and then it just sort of depends which players you want for it. Uh, Billy Hadaway, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, lads. Thank you, Billy. Same to you. Is Mavadidi a priority buy now, and who would you say are the current top five mids to own?
1: Somerville, Jewsby Hall, and as you mentioned... Um you'll probably have Mavidby or Clark I'm yeah. guessing. And then it's, it's really hard.
0: Just trying to think. Then you probably want someone in that slightly cheaper area, whether that's sort of one of the Southampton guys, O'Hare, Smodics. Like you probably want someone in that sort of area, maybe down to Azaz. Um so I think that that's probably where you're looking and then it just depends what
1: Sar so, so is an option yeah, isn't he? It
0: and then it depends what you're sort of looking them. for in, in other areas do you go down cheap to someone like you know Jonathan Rowe or Jordan James or if you're going cheaper in another area let's like say you go without Rutter can you then get an extra sort of higher priced midfielder sort of thing but I mean Somerville and Dewsbury Hall are the main two for me and then one of Mavadidi and Clark yeah, feel like the the sort of obvious ones at this point. Uh, now, fair brother, is it worth getting Rutter or Pirro back, or sticking with the trio of Armstrong, Chaplin, and Whitaker for now?
1: Well, I got Rutter back, so I guess I got to probably say get Rutter back.
0: I think this week. I'd ride it out with Chaplin. Yeah. They have a nice home game. Leeds have a, a not great away game. You know They go away to West Brom. Uh, Ipswich are at home against QPR. Um, Ipswich in home games tend to do well. Um, so I think it's one of those things. It's not quite a cop-out. It's sort of see how, see how it goes at the weekend. It might be that sort of an injury happens or whatever, which makes your decision for you. Yeah. But I'd certainly... Uh, keep Chaplin this week. Chaplin would be the one I'd be looking at potentially moving, of the three. I'd still want Armstrong and Whittaker. Um but I'd see how you feel sort of after after Friday's games. Um, Ad Tour, no question. Just thanks for the great content over this year, and hope you had a good Christmas. And wishing you both a new happy New Year. Thank you, Ad. Um, I did. There was lots of food. Um,
1: I was ill last year, so yeah, I mentioned to you I was really looking forward to the food.
0: (laughs) Um, Lee B has said, with one chip left from this set, uh, what would you play in this scenario? Jeeps keeps in 25, Hazard and Begovic, or midfield Dynamos in 26 with Somerville, Dewsbury Hall, Mavadidi, Clark and Smoddik's? Um, I mean, that game week 26 midfield dynamos does sound very good. We've sort of talked about Jeepers keepers not necessarily being quite as good, particularly compared to midfield dynamos in a um, single. single. Um, I know people have done decently on it in recent weeks, but it just makes me think that it could potentially uh, be midfield Dynamos, uh, that week does stack up nicely. Um, it's just worth sort of remembering it's the last fixture at the end of a sort of congested period. Um, so it's whether how much whether you're sort of confident that there's not going to be any rotation there and that sort of thing. Um, if you're comfortable with that, then by all means go for it because uh, for the context, Blackburn are at home against Rotherham, Leeds are at home against Birmingham, Leicester are at home against Huddersfield, and Sunderland are at home against Preston. So in terms of fixtures, That's those a are pretty good. very good, good yeah.
1: <laughs> Can't get much better, I don't think.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, a part of it would just be see how... But I'd, I, I would prefer that over um, Hazard and Begovic on Jeepers keepers, just looking at who they play. Um, Southampton away and Ipswich away. Those could be saves, but it could also be they score like four goals on six shots on target or something, and it's like, you know, it feels a complete waste. Uh, Mark Dorney asked if Huggins was injured or suspended last game week. Uh, He's injured. Um, I'm not sure if we've seen confirmation. I know the initial reports were uh, that uh, they thought he'd uh, torn his ACL. I'm not sure if there's been confirmation on that. Um, but I know that they were expecting it to... They they said it didn't look good. Um, Ollie said, let's get Jamie on the pod, please. It's Christmas. He's not got out to do. (laughs) He had a
1: good boxing day, apparently, didn't he?
0: Yeah. uh, He's just watching all the football. Um, I think he enjoyed Leeds losing, so I'm not sure whether Ollie wants uh, Jamie on the pod. (laughs) Um, I'm sure we'll manage to get him on at some point. Uh, we'll, we'll find sort of a, a period to get him on. Um, one of the one of the we'll do sort of a Q and A pod with him, getting him back for all the, all his best takes on things like you know food and whatever else people want to ask, food and TV and whatever other sort of weird questions people want to throw out. Uh, Bears so that can get to this for follow the leader for game week twenty five with a minus four. Captain Adam Armstrong with Walker-Peterson-Manning, Vice-Captain Broadhead with Davison-Chaplin, and, and Emergency Captain Dewsbury-Hall with Pereira and Mavadidi. Would you play it this game week, or would possible rotation be enough to put you off?
1: I really play it with those players. Hmm? Broadhead got rested, didn't he? Yeah. So he's not... He's...
0: Chaplin and Davis just play.
1: Yeah.
0: Armstrong can play. play Every time I think Armstrong might get a game off, he just plays again.
1: Same Um, with Walker-Peters.
0: Walker-Peters and Manning. Well, Bree's not going to play, so you would assume that they're both going to play. And Dewsbury Hall, Pereira and Mavadidi.
1: They took Dewsbury Hall off.
0: Yeah, so Dewsbury Hall will play. I would assume Pereira will play. Um... I know occasionally they do the whole Chowdhury comes in for Pereira thing. I don't know. Um, it's, only, it's only
1: them. Uh, think I think I'd do Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I when I played it, I had just the two players on Emergency and it went great when it was just Whitaker and Azaz. So, um, particularly on that one, it's lower stakes. So, I'd probably go for it. Uh, FPL Maestro is a, I'm yet to play Budget Buster and follow the leader. I'm currently planning to play Follow the Leader in game with 27 on Plymouth or Ipswich, Leicester and Leeds. Budget Buster in 30. Do you see an alternative chip plan that may be better with this team? Um, their boosts. But he's got his keepers are Hladki and Hermanson. I'm not sure why in the team he's sent he's benching Hermanson. But uh, that's another matter entirely. <laughs> yeah. uh, defenders are Furlong, Walker, Peters, Davis, Britton, and Cannon. Midfielders: Somerville, Smoddyk, Jewsbury, Hall, Clark, and Azaz. Forwards are Piero, Chaplin, and Whitaker. Um, I think you know, I feel like we've we've talked about particularly budget buster and and following the lead a lot recently, and so it's not sort of like to disregard your question, but it's sort of like it's, it seems perfectly viable. Like I think it's it's partially yeah. about finding the best solutions that work. In I think for me particularly in in either 27, 28 or thirty. Yeah.
1: Um, also, you're you're running out of game weeks. You've got two boosts. Yeah. Like you you got to play them. So.
0: I know there yeah. are a couple of other people that, that I've spoken to who are looking at playing Budget Buster in thirty. I think it does work for it. Um. So I have. No problem with that, and follow the leader, yeah. It just sort of depends exactly how the fixtures line up, but it certainly seems uh, um, fine to do that. Yes. Uh, Mel stars is Clark essential? Would you reverse Rutter to Broadhead done this week to fund getting him back? It says follow the leader can be sorted later as not playing yet.
1: Not for me. I don't think. Not this week. I wouldn't do that. It's not essential, is he? I don't think.
0: No, I think it's one of those things where there there is more players returning than we can get. Um, There are more good players than we can get, particularly in that midfield area. And so, I think there's always going to be a feeling that you're like missing out on someone. Um, but I think you know you have to think about the reasons that you've gone to get. Rutter in this case like I still think he's a good option I think he's no less of a good option than um, before the Preston game which was obviously shaped heavily by the goalkeeper getting sent off and everything and you know so I do think that it's worth bearing that in mind Um, if you sort of keep feeling like you, you really need Clark back then you can still do that but I wouldn't sort of be rushing to as as Dan says, I wouldn't necessarily say, "Oh yeah, he's essential." Um, and Carsten Stoveland to so the last question, he said, "Thank you for doing great pod. Hard to find defenders for Budget Buster. Who? Yes, yes, yes agreed. It is uh, saying who do you recommend? Um, I think part of the issue with this one is." Um, there, there is a little bit about sort of we've said before about finding the best defenders for the week you're playing it. Yeah. Um, unless they have a terrible game, I would go with Femewo. Um He obviously does a little bit of a job for me, um, and he's one that is also good because you can just have him there the whole time. It's not a disaster if you have to play him because. They're decent defensively. Um but you know, and you've got a playing player at very cheap. Um otherwise
1: yeah, I Matty stuff. Pearson, that didn't work. <laughs> that didn't work. the Hayden who I thought was a good yeah pick for Plymouth, that didn't work. Cannon, Steve Cook I had
0: and that went great. Um
1: this is- it's just a minefield.
0: Yeah, so I think it really is. Like I think QPR defence, depending on the week you're playing, it could work. But bear in mind, it does rotate. Although Steve Cook is out with a minor injury at the moment, so depending on how long he's going to be out for, that might be a solution for you with one of the centre backs. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's it's tough. You know, maybe depending on the exact week, you go with someone like. One of the Ipswich centre backs. Um, if it's a decent week for, or if it's a not terrible week for Rotherham, maybe someone like Bramall. But I'm not sure there's many of them for Rotherham coming up. I think they've got Jeez. quite a rough run.
1: Keyfish Swansea's four nine. He, yeah,
0: he's
1: got
0: um, terrible. I'd keep an eye on the Sunderland defensive situation, just in terms of who plays. Because um, there yeah. might be an option there, um, sort of in this period. But yeah, it really does sort of depend. Just pick it, whichever week it is. Yeah, it was... Identifying sort of a couple of defenders, two, three defenders, and just going for that.
1: Yeah, like it might be worth just maybe only going two defenders on budget bus and playing like Walker Peters or or something like that.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that there is there is an element of that. I think I had two budget defenders. No, I had three budget defenders, but I didn't. You know, I think I ended up with two of them because Steve Cook didn't. I oh know Steve Cook got the play in kissed, zero, didn't he? Uh,
1: I had Kessler Hayden, yeah. I had Pearson. It, it was a nightmare.
0: So, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily go overboard um, looking for them. Two or three, whichever week you play it. Um, but, yeah, so that's all the questions. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Um, We have recorded Wednesday night. I will do my best to get it out Wednesday night because obviously the next game week is on Friday. Um, Is it 4.30 deadline?
1: It's a 6 6 p.m. game,
0: isn't it? Southampton, Plymouth.
1: Yeah, so don't get caught out by that.
0: Yes, I probably would have. if not mentioned, so that is handy. Uh, The televised games are Southampton Plymouth and West Brom Leeds. So if you are someone who likes basing your moves on being able to watch the players, those are the teams you're looking at. Um, I'm not sure when we'll next pod, but uh, we'll work that out. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.